Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is straight out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. Live, coast to coast, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Las Vegas. We got an action-packed hour for you this Monday. You might say action-packed, no NBA. That's the beauty of only having an hour. We can always give you an action-packed hour. I'm not judging those other shows stretching out hour three. We'll let them do their business here. It's action-packed all-star weekend aftermath. Also, a super segment on Kaepernick and what happened legally and what it all means. Some college basketball. And always, as always, we've got... The information you need to watch tonight's games, if you bet them or if you don't bet them, because sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. In studio, the pros you know, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you can't have... Now, do we have Jonas today or not? We have Jonas. Because on Friday, I thought, he's like a security blanket for me. And I'm like, where's Jonas? They're like, uh, Jonas is resting. 
And I'm like, resting? They said, yeah, don't ask. But you can't have pros without Joe's Jonas Knox. Always good to be here and fully rested, RJ, uh, here on Fox Sports Radio and on Straight Out of Vegas. We start today with the NBA All-Star Game where Team LeBron beat Team Giannis 178-164 in Charlotte last night. Kevin Durant was named the game's MVP. So, RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on what we saw last night in Charlotte? Well, I won. I lost my total bet. Let's start there. I mean, the real priority, you know, the old saying is it's funny when someone breaks their leg and it's sad when I stub my toe. So had a loser on that one. But boy, the total. We talked about how the over under points moved drastically, opened up at 327, got bet down, down, down. Even some people coming back from Valentine's Day Kept betting it down, 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 down to 311. Now think about that, 327 all the way to 311. And then the limits go up. People will say, ooh, maybe an overreaction. Bet up to 316. So still well down from the open, but late money on the over, and it went way, way over. And, boy, another example, I think, of how do we want to explain this? It's demoralizing because what was the assumption on the under? The assumption was, oh, they're picking up teams, pride's on the line. I get this is their one game in six or seven days. Maybe they could play some defense for 48 minutes. Well, they did it one year. <laughs> Lo and behold, it was too much. Don't Hey, don't ask us to actually do that a second straight year. And until late in the game, not much defense, way over the total. Steve Fezzik in studio, you are an NBA originator. Your bets come from your expertise. You think the three-pointers we saw are very telling. Yes, it was raining threes in the All-Star game. RJ, 62 for 167 for both teams, 60 one sixty-two th- three attempts or no, makes? makes 167 makes. attempts. Think about this. They're <laughs> making like one and a half threes every minute of playing time back and forth, up and down the court. Over 60% of the shots taken were three-point shots. Let's put this in perspective. Last year's All-Star game, only 50% of the shots were taken from three. And during the regular season, 35% of the shots taken are from three. Okay, so a lot of numbers. So let's just go through those numbers one more time. Yeah, so in the All-Star game, 61% of the shots taken. All right, so of every shot taken, over 60% three-point land yesterday's game. Yes. All right, continue. Last year's All-Star game, half the shots okay. from three. So in theory, more defense, more intensity. Yes, and during the regular season, only 35%. All right, so over 60 in this one game without the defense, because it was too much to ask for a second year in a row. And then 35% normally, a little more than one out of three. Now, when we were thinking about this topic, I thought, huh, there must be a correlation between defense or the lack thereof and attempts at three. So we looked and said, okay, what's the regular season this year? You mentioned 35% of attempts from three. Well, what about last year's playoffs? Because playoffs are where the games matter most. You can be eliminated. That's where the defense is supposed to be. Well, 
there was actually more threes percentage-wise taken in the playoffs last year, 35.6% versus 35. So a smidge more, but still more. So, wow, so if it's not defense, what is it? Well, maybe it's just this macro progression where it's just going to be more and more and more threes. Now, you can make the case maybe the winning teams, the smarter teams, the Golden States, the Houstons, they're at the forefront of this revolution, this direction of more threes, and thus in the playoffs, there's more of those smart teams. So I think defense, to some degree, is going to limit the number of threes, but boy, the propensity to shoot a three, the the desire for those winning teams, those advanced analytical teams, is to shoot a bunch of threes. Exactly right. And the poster child, RJ, this year has been the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks are great. They're number one in the East right now. How did they get so good? Well, this year, they're taking the second most threes in the NBA under Budenholzer. Last year, they were a below average in terms of the rate of threes taken. Completely different offensive uh, strategy for Milwaukee, and it has paid off big. So what you're saying is the coach last year had an old-school mentality. We can still remember some would say, at least he's in the debate, the greatest coach of all time, Phil Jackson. I wouldn't put him as the greatest, but he's in the conversation. I mean, he doesn't have enough hands (laughs) for all his rings. He's got to wear them on chains, on his toes. But what was one of the problems with the Knicks? He he wanted to play the triangle. He wanted that old-school basketball. Jason Kidd, who is supposedly rumored to be one of the leaders potentially for the Lakers, also, you know, is assigned with Milwaukee, didn't like the three. So what you're saying fundamentally, Steve Fezzik, and I'm RJ Bell, we are straight out of Vegas, talking about the aftermath. What did we learn from the NBA All-Star game? You're saying it's not just, oh, the league's moving that direction. You can, you can look at a team like the Milwaukee Bucks and say, really, what's changed between last year and this year? Giannis a year older. At his age, that's a good thing. But otherwise, what's really changed? Now, setting aside the inclination, propensity to shoot threes. Anything else? I think that that is it. And I think a lot of the players were not encouraged to take threes two years ago, last year, and this year. That has become a complete point of emphasis. And it can really be... Uh, very instructive, the idea of, you know, we always talk about, you know, some guys out there, Elon Musk talks about it. If you want to have your mind blown, check out Elon Musk on YouTube, Elon Musk, The Simulation. And there's uh, a long, there's probably multiple ones where he believes, or at least he thinks there's a high possibility that we're, we're living in a computer simulation, that we're none of us are alive, there is no mansion and yacht in this in this <laughs> simulation, that it's all some computer that eventually a society before us got so intelligent that we're like a game that they're observing, right? almost like the Truman Show kind of thing, but we're not even alive. We're, we're an algorithm, right? So I don't know about all that. <laughs> but in the simulation, the theory is, oh, okay, we could create a little sub-simulation where Milwaukee this year, same players, doesn't shoot as many threes. And what we're saying is, well, since there hasn't really been that much difference between these two teams, last year's Milwaukee team and this year, 
But one, this year's they're shooting a bunch of threes, and you consider Milwaukee to now be great is probably another sign that the three-point shooting is the most efficient. And Milwaukee copied off of Houston, who had the best record last year, and I expect teams going forward are now going to copy off of Houston and Milwaukee. We're just going to see more three-point shooting. So here comes a little Fezzik theme music. Now, last week, we had a draft where me, you, and Brad drafted (laughs) the teams from the East, and you ended up paying for the first pick, a premium, and who did you take? Milwaukee Bucks. And now for the first time in history, Fezzik says, Milwaukee's great. Brad, you've been <laughs> sitting here for years with, yeah. with Fezzik. Have you ever heard him say, Milwaukee's great? No, not at all. Not, not one time. Not one time. But somehow, <laughs> right after the draft, your adjective from Milwaukee, Fezzik? Great. I admit to being a homer <laughs> on bets I have just made. <laughs> As Howard Cosell would say, you are a master of the obvious. <laughs> RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. You know what I want to do? I think that the the whole LeBron thing and the Lakers thing deserves its own little sub-segment. And also, when we come back, what I want to lead with is I want to lead with the idea of Westbrook. Colin Cowherd, we love him. But there's no sacred cows. Colin is saying things about Westbrook that I think aren't just wrong. I think they're diametrically 180 degrees wrong. We'll talk about it in a moment. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, a potential showdown with one Colin Cowherd on a hot topic in the world of sports. Each weekday, we have fun bringing the fun of Vegas straight to you right now on the Strip. 50 degrees, and the neon is pulsing. I hate 50. 50-50, I don't do that. I tell you, though, Jonas, it was interesting Every now and again, we've got fans of the show, fans of the pod, that will write in and say, hey, can we come by the studio, the plush pregame.com studios, watch a show? And I always forward it to Mackie and say, make sure these people aren't crazy. And if, if not, they can come. So we've got some visitors from uh, a nice couple from Kitchener, Canada. Now, I've never heard of Kitchener, Canada, right? Maybe some people have. It was so crazy, though. Fezzik ran up to him. And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, hey, guys, he goes, Canada, huh? He goes, man, isn't that a shame about Van Vliet being out? And, <laughs> and they looked up at him and they go, who? <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny you mention uh, Fez's love for Van Fleet because Fez, if you listen to this show, also has a love for Jimmy. Hold Garoppolo. on, is it, Van, is it is it Van Vliet or Van Fleet? I don't know. Fleet Fez is what the is team it? in the Alliance of American Football. <laughs> but, but it's Van Vliet. F V V. Oh, okay. All right, well, See, just... maybe that's why they didn't know. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm calling him Van Fezzik from now on. I don't even want to deal with it anymore. Uh, so, uh, on the flip side of that, so Fez loves his uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. He loves Van, whatever his name is there's an opposite to that and the opposite is how Colin Cowherd feels about Russell Westbrook he has been very critical about Westbrook Uh, he has called out the authentic authenticity of his triple doubles so knowing what we know about Colin Cowherd and how he feels if you listen to Fox Sports Radio and you listen to Colin's takes on Russell Westbrook RJ how do you differ on your point of view when it comes to Westbrook Yeah, listen, I give Colin about as much leeway as I can because, let's be honest, he is a mega talent, in my personal opinion. And at a personal level, Colin's really shepherded my career in media, helped me in a lot of ways understand here's the way to do it, here's the way not to. Now, not blaming him on all my mistakes, right? But I'll give him a lot of credit on anything being done correctly, but boy, oh boy, I don't know if there's some ex-girlfriend that Westbrook is dating or dated. I don't know, but we actually did pregame.com's info and research did a little something, and, and this is what we checked out. Here's the last three years, counting this year, of Westbrook's stat line. Now, I think it's important to realize the, the quote today from Colin on the herd was Westbrook is a shell of himself, a shell of a player. Okay, that's the assumption, the assertion. 
from Colin Cowherd. Now, three years ago, Westbrook, 31 points, 10.7 rebounds, 10.4 assists. Okay, so the first triple-double averaged in a season since Oscar Robinson when JFK was president. 1961-62. Okay, we could say, oh, the pace of the game is faster. There's been many times throughout those decades and decades and decades the pace of the game was faster than it was a couple years ago. All right, so the first ever. And what happens? The league acknowledges. They say, wowza, you win the MVP. That is the best anyone can imagine. Okay, the next year, the stat line, 25 points. Now, this is last year. 10.1 rebounds, 10.3 assists. Okay, so down in points about, well, six and a half or so, and down a little bit on the other ones. But now, the second time since JFK was president, Oscar Robinson, someone averages a triple-double. Oh, by the way, no other player in the NBA in either year averaged a triple-double. This isn't one of those NFL... You know, oh, for 4,000 yards, first player for that team. Yeah, but nine other people have done it this year, too. It's a fundamental change in the game. Well, no one else is doing it. Oh, by the way, who is the player that people say, well, he can't really shoot all that well, but boy, the other things. Ooh, Ben Simmons. Okay, Ben Simmons this year, 16 points, nine rebounds, 7.9 assists. Okay. Now, this year, the year that Westbrook is a shell of himself, to quote Colin Cowherd, almost 22 points, 11.2 rebounds, 11.2 assists. So a couple things here. One, Westbrook has this year... Almost six more points a game than Simmons. Over two more rebounds a game. And over three more assists a game. But Ben Simmons is what? Where's Ben Simmons today? Not potential Steve Fezzik, NFL and NBA expert. But today, where's Ben Simmons at on your list? He is borderline top 20. Okay. And now you say, okay, imagine a player. Close your eyes unless you're driving. Imagine that you have that Ben Simmons, but this player has more than five points a game more, more than three or two rebounds a game more, and more than three assists a game more. But that guy, (laughs) he's a shell, a shell of himself. Now, I get it. I get that you watch the games And it feels like there's some selfishness. I also get the fact that it's kind of, I don't know, it's it's not rude. It just is something people don't react well to if you seem to be, as a player, even aware of stats, even cognizant of stats. Like, in a way, we want the stats as fans to matter to us, but we don't want the it to, the stats to matter to them. Remember the sack record and Brett Favre, and he went down. That felt, oh, it soiled it. 
right? So if Westbrook is saying, oh, I've got a triple-double streak, get me the ball late because, well, I'm going to get you the ball because I need an assist, it feels, you know, un- un- unclean in a way. I'll accept that. I'll also accept that he's shooting a lot of shots and his efficiency shooting the ball isn't great. And if somehow Westbrook took 20 or 30% less shots and averaged 15 or 16 points, but still averaged over 11 rebounds and assists, that he probably would be a more efficient player. But this guy is on pace to do something three times that hasn't been done in 50-plus years by anybody else. Think about that. And this is supposed to be the triple-double stat line is what made Magic Johnson Magic Johnson. A lot of youngsters might not remember. There was a time triple-doubles weren't even counted. And then Magic started having them, and some genius, and I mean that literally with no sarcasm, said, oh, this would be a cool name, a triple-double. I messed around and got a triple-double. And why? Because it said you can do it all. There's nothing you can't do. But somehow, some way, a, uh, a stat, which is supposed to be a sign of an all-around player, that this player is achieving, Russell Westbrook, Collins' nemesis, is achieving on pace for the third straight year a triple-double average that no one's done in 50-plus years. Now I'm going to open it up to questions. Jonas, Brad, Fezzik, the people from Canada, I don't care. (laughs) Someone make this case. Someone even defend in any way how Westbrook can get anything that's worse than, wow, that's amazing, but. Like if someone wants to say that's amazing, but – and the butt doesn't completely mitigate the that's amazing part, I'm okay with that. But you got to start with that's amazing. Jonas, thoughts? Uh, Listen, the triple-double, the streak, the fact that he averaged a triple-double is... No, no, he didn't average a triple-double. He averaged a triple-double, then he averaged a triple-double, and now he's averaging a triple-double. Yeah, and and the fact that he's doing that, you can try and knock it down a peg by saying, well, you know, they're letting him get a rebound here or there. He really cares about it. Regardless, that is a, a tough as hell task to do. The fact that he's done it multiple years in a row and on pace to do it again is amazing to me. So I don't understand all of the criticism. And, and we don't even have to abstractly think it's tough, right? Like if someone's never done the clean and jerk lift and we say, wow, you know, maybe 500 pounds would be a lot and we can guess and then we see someone who looks really big and he does it, we could say, yeah, that was probably an accomplishment. No. When... Bannister broke the four-minute mile through the history of mankind. No one broke the four-minute mile. Then someone did. Objectively, that was one of a kind. Yeah. And the idea that it's been 50-plus years, and now someone's done it not once, not twice, but on pace for a third time, we don't even have to make it an abstract. That's amazing. It's unparalleled. What Russell Westbrook is doing is unparalleled. And I think it's making Westbrook a much better player, this emphasis on getting assists. Think about this. He knows he's going to get 10 points. The hard part is getting the 10 rebounds and the 10 assists. What was the criticism of Westbrook a few years back when he was averaging over 30 points? He's a ball hog. He shoots too much. 
Now he wants to keep the triple doubles going, but that means he's looking to set his teammates up. Fezzik, that is a great point because you could say just thinking about the stats at all is a distraction, but if the stats that are the more difficult to come by, rebounds and assists, are the ones that you might be thinking more about, maybe that's not a bad thing. And we talked about it a couple of times last week when Westbrook has a triple-double they win the games almost double as much, Oklahoma City, than when he doesn't. Any thoughts, Brad? Yeah, 76% of the time is how often they win when he gets a triple-double. It's less than 50 when they when he doesn't get a triple-double. Obviously, Westbrook getting these is good for the team. And the fact that his shooting percentages have gone down and he is struggling shooting the ball, you cannot deny that, but that he's still producing in those other areas. There are so many players out there throughout the history of sports that if they're not getting their points, they'll melt down and just call it a day anywhere else on the court. He's not. He's still putting up numbers everywhere else, even though he's struggling from the field. The reality is talk radio is built for simplicity. It's built for bombast. But the fact of the matter is, you can have fun, you can have some bombast, but if it's wrong, what's the point of any of it? And anyone who's not starting with Westbrook's doing something and has done something amazing, I think it's plain wrong. Speaking of wrong, in just a minute, either Steve Fezzik or Brad Powers is going to be wrong because they have a ferocious green button pushing debate about the Duke Blue Devils. That's coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Beyer. News out of baseball today is San Francisco Giants manager Bruce Bochy announced that the 2019 season will be his last as a manager. Spent 29 or 25 years as a big league skipper, the first 12 with the Padres, and the last 12 with those Giants where he won three World Series titles. He's currently 11th all-time with 1,926 wins. Angels owner Artie Moreno says the team hasn't had any formal talks with outfielder Mike Trout on a contract extension. Now, Trout does have two years left on his current deal. Moreno says the team has had some internal talks on the matter. Knicks owner James Dolan denying reports he was listening to offer or listening to offers that is to sell the franchise. In a statement, MSG said the story is 100% false. There has been nothing, no discussions, no plans to have discussions, nothing. That again from MSG. Jaguars did exercise the option on the contract of Calais Campbell, so the Defensive end is back next season, but tight end Austin Safarian Jenkins did not have his option picked up, so he'll be a free agent. Same with the Cowboys and wide receiver Terrence Williams, as they didn't pick up the option on the wide receiver. WisconsinGolf.com says Steve Stricker will be named the 2020 U.S. Ryder Cup captain coming up on Wednesday with a press conference in Milwaukee. Back to you guys. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in just a few minutes from now, we'll take an early look ahead at the 7 p.m. Eastern time tip-off, a top 25 matchup in college basketball. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. And I tell you, Jonas, I love it. I love it when those pro-on-pro aggression. Guys, it was a busy weekend in college basketball. Now, RJ, I was not here on Friday, but I was made aware early resting on. Resting up. Yeah, resting up, of course. I was made aware early on in our in our pre-show meeting that you guys may have had a green button bet on the game of the weekend involving Kentucky and Tennessee. We know Kentucky won the game, but who won the bet? <sighs> I mean, I, you know, listen, I'm not going to pull rank here, Jonas, <laughs> but we have a show rundown. 
Now, sometimes it's just in my mind. It's not actually on paper, but that wasn't on the list. But I guess, I guess we'll have to go over it. Brad, you had some thoughts. Yeah, uh, the bet was, for those out there that missed it, Fezzik. First of all, you don't have to wind up like, uh, you know, like, like, like you're doing the high kick with the wind. Yeah. I mean, just give us the facts. <laughs> all right. The bet was RJ versus Steve Fezzik versus Brad Powers. RJ takes Tennessee plus the three. Steve Fezzik and Brad Powers take Kentucky minus three. Final score, Kentucky 86 to 69. You know what was funny, though? So Brad had his take on why it was the right pick. Now, this was a $1,000 bet. I mean, the hundreds, I'm thinking, oh, a couple pizzas. A thousand, it's a dime. I take it. Once you get to a dime, I take it seriously. Uh, Just FYI. And But here's what's funny. So Brad does a good job of, you know, it's kind of like a Slack email exchange before the show. Hey, I saw this. Hey, I saw that. So Brad wrote up the game. But amazingly, he wrote verbatim in his notes today, word for word, what his analysis was on his winning pick. So it was it was almost like not only did I win, but I'm going to repeat every freaking word that I said verbatim that was so prescient, that was so predictive. Did you do that on purpose or it was just innate? No, I just quoted the head coach for Kentucky saying that, you know, the LSU loss meant a lot. No, no, but what I'm saying is, did you purposely say this is a dig or was it just like, oh, I just want to get the facts? The dig was the first line. (laughs) RJ loses the biggest bet in the history out of straight out of Vegas. That was a dig. Uh Oh, wait a minute. I think Brad's Brad's mic's failing. Try to talk now. See, see. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, those damn technical difficulties. Uh, guys, we are brought to you by Mako. You might not be able to get a new car with your tax refund, but you can make your car feel like it's brand new. All it needs is a great paint job. Come into Mako today and get your dream paint job during their tax season sales event. Now, Duke is at number one with the loss of Tennessee. Duke took care of NC State on Saturday, 94 to 78. So now the big question is who's stands in the way of the Blue Devils as they hope to cut down the nets in about a month and a half from now. Yeah, so the first thing is, and Brad, you've been out in the lead with this, Duke right now as a big, big favorite to win the title relative to the other big favorites prior seasons last 10 years. Duke right now plus 180 to win the title. So you bet 100 bucks, you win 180 bucks. In the last decade, there's only been one team this time of year that's been a bigger favorite as far as winning the title. That would be the 2015 Kentucky team. They're about even money. So the second biggest favorite in a decade yes. is Duke. So me, I'm always thinking, how can we get a bet going? And here's the way, and more sports books should do this. This is fun is one person takes one team, the big prohibitive favorite, the other person takes a number of teams. <laughs> and then the question is, now, if not, no one wins amongst this universe of teams, then it's a push. It's no action. But if Duke wins, the Duke backer wins, and if the bundle of three teams is what we decided. So what we're saying is it's Duke versus the three best other teams and we're going to do a quick crossfire. Brad Powers going against Steve Fezzik. Brad, you're taking. I'm taking Duke. 
Uh, Make your case. Yeah, I mean, here's one case. Odds just came out. NBA draft odds, upcoming year. Top four picks in the NBA draft. Favorite, Duke, Zion Williamson, minus 2,000, number one pick. Second biggest favorite, Duke, R.J. Barrett, plus 550. Fourth biggest favorite, Duke, Cam Reddish. So Duke, in all of college basketball, as far as an NBA draft goes, has three of the top four players. That's historic there. And against some of these other contenders, Duke has already wiped the floor with All right, so here's here's the counter. If you just look, if it was a blind resume, you just look at Duke's results this year, you would say, ah, one of the better teams. You probably wouldn't say much more. I would say. Well, there's a reason they weren't number one last week. Oh, the the AP poll was wrong. Well, obviously. But what I'm saying is it's not crazy to say, oh, these other. They were just underdogs against Virginia. They were. So what I'm saying is, is your theory that this team has got another gear or two? It's not showing? Well, I'm trying to lead you to that. These three or four players are all freshmen. So yeah. Oh, so so the trend line. The trend line. So you're betting on the come. I'm betting that. So if the tournament were today, you'd have a bad bet. I would have a bad bet, but come March, I'm gonna have a really good bet. All right, Faz, you get three teams. I want each team and one sentence on each one. Gonzaga clearly going to get a number one seed. Nice path in the West and a team that beat Duke earlier in the year. Kentucky team playing as well as anybody right now in uh, college basketball, and Tennessee, a team that's still loaded with talent. Ooh, so even though Tennessee, (laughs) Brad's saying, oh, Tennessee is a fraud, you've got Tennessee as one of the four best teams in the country. Yes. Brad, who who would your three teams be? I would have taken Gonzaga, Kentucky, and Virginia. So you like so the real question was Tennessee over Virginia Fez. Well, after watching Maryland Green Bay or Maryland Baltimore County beat Virginia last year, I just can't take Virginia and the tournament too many flameouts for them. Okay, so now the question is, what are we betting? Typically with the green button, it's a hundred. This is a longer term bet. I'm thinking a nickel. I'm thinking five. Sure. Yep. <laughs> That's the way we do it, boys. It, 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 jib, you can jibber. You can jabber, <laughs> or you can go into your wallet. Typically, with these seven o'clocks, we'll, we're starting to do them early. But that was so good. I think we're going to go do a commercial. When we come back, the first thing we're going to do, the very first thing, is break down the seven o'clock TV game, and then everything else you need to watch sports on TV tonight. Oh, that's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted, and it's money making time next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. We've got a doubleheader in college hoops on ESPN, tipping off in a little more than 10 minutes from now. It's number three, Virginia, number 20, Virginia Tech. And right now, Virginia is a five and a half point favorite on the road on pregame.com. Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. Lean on Virginia Tech here, plus the five and a half, the home underdog. And speaking of the home underdog, Virginia Tech's very good in that role as a home underdog. 13-1 against the spread. And here's the thinking behind that. Virginia Tech's head coach, 
His name is Buzz Williams. Very emotional type of guy, motivational. So when Virginia Tech's laying a lot of points, they're kind of not a great bet. But when they're being disrespected, he seems to rally his uh, troops and players. Lean on Virginia Tech. It's not a like, though, RJ. Virginia Tech hasn't been the same team without their point guard, Justin Robinson. Last five games, Virginia Tech's only covered one of them. Okay, and the theory is, oh, the market should account for the absence of a player. Sometimes the market doesn't account enough. Sometimes the market accounts too much. I like in your trend, there's logic behind it. So give the number one more time. When a home dog? Yep, Virginia Tech home dog, 13-1 and one against the spread. From the state of Virginia to the state of West Virginia, where right now Kansas State on the road is a seven-point favorite over the Mountaineers. You know, I could see West Virginia from my back porch, Brad. You should know that when I was growing up. Yeah, I'm going to lean against your West Virginia. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Not your West Virginia. No. no, no. <laughs> Across the river, West Virginia. Lean on Kansas State, minus seven. I really like Kansas State over the weekend, and this game couldn't have went any worse. Not only did Kansas State lose outright at home to Iowa State, Kansas State, for the second time this season, lost their best player, their center, Dean Wade. However, on the other side, West Virginia tonight could be without four starters, and I don't think the market's properly priced this West Virginia. They've been playing the last seven games without three starters. In those games, West Virginia is one in six straight up and against the number. Average loss in those six games that they got crushed in, 22 points per game, failing to cover the number by 10 points per game. That's why it's a lean on Kansas State minus seven, even without their best player. That's Brad Powers. Good stuff. We've got a surprising bad beat coming up here momentarily. want to let you know that we are brought to you by Mako. You might not be able to get a new car with your tax refund, but you can make your car feel like it's brand new. All it needs is a great paint job. Come into Mako today and get your dream paint job during their tax season sales event. So, the AAF has been around for, I don't know, about an hour and a half, and already we have some controversy involving a member of this show and a bet in the AAF. And um, amazingly, that controversy pertains to Fezzik complaining about losing a bet. (laughs) So I have San Antonio plus six against Orlando, and they are styling all game long. They are completely kicking some serious butt in control of the game make a few mistakes late in the game, but I'm getting plus six. And I got the ball in the fourth quarter, and I'm driving. I even text Brad Powers. This Logan Woodside, who's the quarterback for San Antonio, he is great. How did he ever lose when he was with Toledo? I'm feeling so confident. And then disaster struck, and I believe we have a clip on this. Courtesy of CBS Sports Network on the call. <laughs> that sounds like some internet streaming site or something. It wasn't even. They, we had to dig deep for that one, Fez. <laughs> now, explain now you were plus six, and what was the score? It was tied, fourth quarter. I had the ball. I was driving with and the And how dog. much time was left? About six minutes left. That's not even a bad beat. I'm getting six. I've got the ball. Where, where were they at on the field? Like on their own 33. So wait a minute. You're saying it's a tie game. You're getting six. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. A touchdown's worth seven, right? Well, it's worth six, and then they got to go for two. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so you're figuring 50% of the time you're going to push even if the other team scores. Uh, yes, and of course they make the two-point conversion as well to beat every one of my bets, which includes so, but like a with plus fi- seven. But like with five and a half minutes left, your team had the ball and just nothing happened. 
Well, we drove into the red zone then. and But nothing happened. We were on their five-yard line. <laughs> and they we don't get it in. Very disappointing. Now, I thought you had... Now, listen, anytime you have a small sample size, for example, when we looked at the NBA earlier in the show, the, the All-Star game, and by the way, guys, straight out of Vegas, I'm R.J. Bell. You can always get our podcast if you miss any of the show. It's a fast 40 minutes at pod. Oh, action, action, action. And just search RJ Bell on your favorite pod player, and you'll see straight out of Vegas. We, when you only have one year of supposedly extra defense for the NBA in the All-Star game, you want to look at the game. Say, did they make a lot of shots they shouldn't have, vice versa? So whenever you have a small sample, you can't just look at the binary result, the win or the loss, the cover or the non-cover. You've got to look at the plays. Now, after the first week of the AAF, you said, huh, it looks like home teams are going to have a big advantage. After a second week, what's your thoughts on that specifically? Still feel that the home teams are going to have a solid advantage. Home teams should have gone 3-1 and one against the spread this week, but based upon that pick six, only two So you're saying... Two. All right, so it would have been three and one, and the home teams were what last week? Yes, yeah, so the home teams were Birmingham. They failed. No, 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 I'm saying the week before. Yeah, the three and one both week. Home home teams four and zero oh for week one. Yes. So four and zero oh week one, and two and two this past week. Two and two this week with that horrendous beat. <laughs> that beat you might never recover from. How we're, long? How long were you upset by that? Well, let's just say that the commentator was excited about that touchdown, but the noise level where I was watching the game for me was about three times as high. Now, when you get really upset, do you throw things? Do you seethe silently? <laughs> do you uh, harass your 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 lone air? What do you do? When it's a really, really big bet, I seethe silently. When it's a medium-sized bet, I tend to get vocal. Your, your, your poor son. But not with your son. Oh, no. But then do you worry he hears you in the, in the other room, and then you walk out and give him a hug and say, Daddy's okay, almost like Nicholson in The Shining, that kind of thing? <laughs> All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Hey, last thing, guys. I just put a poll up on Twitter, at RJ in Vegas. Would you rather have Duke? Or your pick of three other teams, any three, it's up right now. Vote at RJ in Vegas. If you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We are straight out of Vegas. Back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline.
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 